Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't. You just made me watch the whole Return of the King oh, movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Was it so painful? No, I yeah. love that movie. As <laughs> you just, can tell, I could almost quote it. Oh, gosh. I, I, what the fuck? See, that's the problem. It's kind of like the thing where you, you, you say to yourself, I'm going to remember that dream, or I'll remember that joke, or I'll make sure to say that thing, or I won't forget that in the morning. And then, of course, you do. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's like one o'clock in the morning. That's how I live my life. I don't know why I sent that to you. So, for those who haven't listened to the end of this episode yet, <laughs> remind me to talk about t-shirt businesses and being Aragorn. Let's just follow this train of thought. Do you remember t-shirt businesses? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay, Maybe right. we'll find yeah. it along okay, the way. Okay, okay, okay. So, I was in, um, I was in Costco, mm-hmm. just doing my normal shopping, and there's a guy with a shirt, and mm-hmm. he had this cool logo on his chest it was like a, a patch or a badge mm-hmm. and i thought oh that's kind of cool i wonder what, i don't know what it is but it looks kind of neat and then he turned around to go pick up broccoli or whatever and on his back was this giant uh f- like skull with an american flag bandana mm-hmm. and it's like mouth was open and it had like bullets for teeth or whatever and had like guns and an x <laughs> and it said something along the lines of just snowflake libtards flag oh something oh yeah if you stomp my flag i'll stomp your ass that's a classic one yeah Yeah. you know it's a vintage very scary very edgy and i remember looking at it and just because he was in front of me so i just i'm forced to stare at it so i'm really staring at it just (laughs) i've stopped trying to think who sees this shirt and thinks this identifies me on such a level i need to put this uh, i need to give this company money, buy the shirt, and wear it proudly out yeah. in public. Oh, yeah. Just openly threaten anybody who has a differing opinion about politics for in, within domestic politics and just fucking take it to them. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how come I'm not making the shirt? <laughs> it's free money. It's free money. Yeah. And I'm not joking. I, I, so I'm following him around, and now I just think, um, would he buy a shirt that had a skeleton with two, like, a... Uh, uh, what is AR-15s with like extended mags and just fucking like he wasn't shooting them, but he had them like aggressively out like Rambo and he had an American flag bandana and a n- big fucking stogie like half lit cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was What's standing the message? and he yeah, right. And he uh, had a bald eagle on his shoulder. And this is something along the lines of, uh, and, and this is what I was doing, like for the second half of being in Costco, I, I just <laughs> thought of what could I have and 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 say that these these types of people would buy. And it, I think it, the first thought I had was something along the lines of just, if my pride scares you, then why don't you just back down? And it said something like <laughs> Semper Fi on the bottom or something. <laughs> And I thought, that could work. Yeah. Right? What else could work? What else could work? And I just kept thinking of shit. Just kept thinking of shit. And then I thought of one of just American tanks just rolling over like skulls and just like battered bodies with like uh, like planes coming down just in a straight line with shooting like Gatling guns, like, like A-10 warthogs just shooting their Gatling guns or something. And then it just had a big fat fucking shotgun or something just by itself in front of all that. Like they're all converging on the gun and then it says something in lines wait can i can i say it i got one oh (laughs) keep your vaccines out of my second amendment (laughs) (laughs) 
that's two on the nose. That's two on the nose. You have to you have to really play into the crowd. That's that's two on the nose. You, you have to say something along along the lines of like and that with that picture, it, the the tag should be if you want to get rid of my guns, then you better come and take them. And it just like yeah 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 yeah. yeah you know what I mean? You want my guns? Come get them. Yeah, exactly, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I thought or, like, or one that's like that, and it just says "fuck you" at the bottom of it. <laughs> and I, I kept thinking, I was like, oh, okay, I could, I could do another. I know, I know, I got more. And I was like, got it. And it will just be a for branding reasons. You can't call it Jack Daniels, but let's just have like a Jack Daniels looking bottle, yeah, with just a black label, mm-hmm. and it's like almost empty. And then let's just have, uh, you know, a, a row of bullets, just giant caliber bullets, like right next to them. Yeah. And it should, and then like a clock or something, or like a, a cigarette or something, and then like a like a like a bald eagle spreading its wings above <laughs> both of them. Yeah. And it just says uh, underneath all that, it just says uh, like, um, if you think you you're gonna get away with it, you got another thing coming. Just something. <laughs> <laughs> There's an awesome parody t-shirt I've seen of this that I've I've even seen it like it's on one of those like stock photo models of like just a, that dude who would wear them um, with like the crew cut and he's like all jacked and he's wearing the t-shirt and it's like an American flag with like a, a gun sticking in the sand with a helmet leaning on the butt of the gun. And like full metal jacket style yeah 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 exactly and it yeah. says in like huge letters across it the only time I take a knee is to suck a hero soldier's dick <laughs> <laughs> it's so good <laughs> I think you could do this I think we could do this um, I'm in I got another one it's just gonna be like uh, it's just gonna be a, a, a camo print mm-hmm. with like bullet holes like you know the arcade bullet holes yeah, on the yeah, side yeah, exactly. of the shoot up games <laughs> those was splattered like fake blood and something along the lines of we only need three things for we only need three things to be great and it's like god guns and steak and like that's it just fucking <laughs> no <laughs> no mention of god or steak on the shirt besides the text and it's just a shirt that makes it look like your camo is ineffective and you got shot to hell. I bet you it would sell. <laughs> you t- you're telling me you wouldn't see that somewhere? There's also those like oddly specific things of like, yeah, I have a Harley Davidson and I was born in January. Don't mess with me. Like, <laughs> who, think, who gets that shirt? Or we, can, like, or, or we can really hit like a specific clientele yeah. and do the weird rough and tough looney tune take i don't know why there's this short era of like hardcore i'm a i'm a badass because i'm a looney tune like let me use bugs bunny to prove how much of a badass i am or like tweety the tweety bird yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like super like i'm a tough tweet you got another game coming or like have um like the tasmanian devil with like i don't know like uh like like next to a mortar round or something like <laughs> Or some, something really uniquely just obnoxiously American. Like yeah. something like <laughs> that clearly like like why why do we have a picture of that? Just something like that. Yeah. Or even better, something like uh, oh yeah. Have a Tasmanian devil look like a Vietnam soldier with the bandana and the cut off sleeves with an M sixteen A two. Yes. Uh just like again with a cigar. Yep, uh, with a cigar course. and with a flask in his uh in like his his pocket and he yep. has like a yeah, yeah, uh, he yeah. has like a, a bullet belt going across uh with lined with grenades and shit like that and it says something along the lines of uh you know our 
vets fought for our freedom so fuck you snowflakes for coming and come try to take it or yeah. something like that just something like <laughs> that would sell too that would sell i would too. also want i would want a uh, a version of that exact same t-shirt but written in taz like taz's tasmanian devil's like language so it just (laughs) (laughs) it's i would wear that and and this is why i I, I texted you because i was going on for 20 minutes thinking of just how come i haven't done this because it has to be so easy yeah it has to be so easy was there a shirt idea you came up with based on aragorn no 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 i forget where the fuck that came from I remember that scene. That it, was, exact it was that scene. scene that you showed me when Elrond comes to his tent and gives him the sword. Yeah. And, and he says something that. about that you was like, that's me. Uh, it, it wasn't that I was Aragorn. It was just, it was the equivalent to that speech for me for something else. Okay. And I forget what it was. Mm. It was, was it about work. Was it about no fitness? Was it about no. uh, eating healthy? Was it about the way you do things? You just saying things those are things you think of when you think of me is it about uh (laughs) playing a gortar is it about hockey how about canada i am really easily summarized am i getting close i'm easily i mean that's all of it i mean there's nothing else is it about (laughs) offensive comedy (laughs) it's uh i I think if i had to think about it in any any way now and and not have any pretense of what I of what I was thinking when I texted you. Mm-hmm. I would say it's based off of the idea that we're clinging to who we think we are from growing up. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we don't realize who we are now because we keep looking at ourselves as we always did when we were younger instead of realizing like the older I get the more I realize how much more or not how much more I am when compared to older adults Mm -hmm. but how much i understand them now how much i understand their lifestyle their choices what they do and it's almost as if there's this weird uh wall that's breaking down in front of me this weird wall that i viewed adults in as a separate entity of existence yeah of just they went to work showed up at home wearing business suits and they we're having dinner at the table did adult things yeah, yeah you know and you don't really think about it and now that i'm there doing it it's almost this weird wall breaking realization of this is what they do this is what i do mm-hmm. this is what we do until we die yeah just this is it and it's this these weird, adults are the same people as us but older just they've been doing it longer yeah you know and it's oh it's so fucking weird uh to be honest i don't know i don't know what that reference was other than i think i'm reaching a new phase of life where i'm no longer who i was due to the lifestyles i had from the hours i've worked and just the culture of the places i worked up until now mm-hmm. where now the way i'm thinking about my life and my future and the things that i'm planning and deciding are uh, comparatively deeper impacting than before hmm. You know, I, and I think it's because I've seen friends who work at the place we used to work at. Yeah. And not in person because I don't have time to see anybody really other than you when we schedule it mm-hmm. is online. And I see their lifestyles. I see what they're doing day to day. I see how they're having fun and stuff. And I keep thinking, I almost think like that was a different, it's a different, not just person, but time frame of how I could live my life. 
Okay. You know, and like I think a, of how fun it was. Alternate reality. But it was, uh, I, I just look at it and just think that was so fun and it was so different, mm-hmm. but it was only three years ago. Yeah. And it's weird how different my life is three years later. Yeah. Because of my job. The job I, yeah, exactly. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It the, changes just how you perceive yourself. The job I had before that one that we had together was told it was GameStop. I worked, I was third key at GameStop. So like assistant, assistant manager. And it was like the most blow off job of all time. Like clock in, have fun, do whatever you want. Don't burn down the store and get paid. <laughs> And it was like, I was a, I was a child, like thinking back, it was four years ago and I was a child. <laughs> uh, it's it was weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Like it's I super was fucking weird. 23 versus 27. And it's like completely different. <laughs> and, and I think, I think that realization is kind of this weird slap in the face to reality of just, I understand why people and mainly just older adults have this lull in their life. I never liked the idea of going on vacation to a beach to fuck around and do nothing. Yeah. You you know me. You should know me well enough that, that the idea of sitting around doing nothing is... Repulsive. Is not attractive to me. Yeah. Uh, so I never really got it, but I get it now. I get it because mm. people just want to break. Yeah, exactly. Adults just want to break from it. It's just I need peace and serenity and a break from the anxiety and yeah. the stress of my job. And it's not in a way of just, oh, yeah, no, a job is stressful. It's like, no, it's stressful because it's what you do for a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. And I get it now. I get it why people go on cruises where they don't want to have to fucking do anything other than roll to the bar, roll into the water, then roll to a buffet, and then roll to bed. Yeah, exactly. Get rid of any responsibilities yeah. for a week. It's like, oh, we can go eat. Everybody go here and you'll have food. Okay, we'll be there. And then they get like, that's... <laughs> that's go there and you'll have the best food. You'll have no complaints. <laughs> and that's... And it's because people want that, that simplicity. Yeah. Because that's what it's like to be a kid exactly where it yeah, was yeah, simple yeah. Oh, where yeah. life was simple and it's like your mom goes go over there and you'll have food yeah and like, and thanks. Just, <laughs> you just and that's i think what i'm starting to get more is just i feel so reinvigorated when i have those moments of clarity where i can appreciate or or refocus what i'm doing like we had a conversation before this about uh interviewing and talking about new jobs yeah and to put myself back in that position to go back into the interview phase to get an, another job again um, is really invigorating because it's putting me back into the shoes of what I felt like being younger. Yeah. You know, just, I got to get a job. I got to get a job. I got to hunt. I got to hunt for this job. I got to fight for this job. This job's got to be mine. It's almost, it's almost like smelling salts. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you ever use smelling salts. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like a smelling salt of just wake the fuck up, snap out of it, snap out of it. Yeah. Um, it's why people take pre-workout. It's because you, you go to the gym all the time. You lift the heavy weights, you struggle, you suffer. And you don't get as jazzed up as you did when you first got to the gym and you didn't understand and you just poured 100% into everything you did and you saw and felt results. Yeah. Now you've plateaued. So you need to re-get that feeling by taking fucking powder that tastes like strawberries <laughs> that you mix with water and you fucking chug and you try to amp up and you put on these big headphones and blast music and try to get jazzed up and get into a fucking gun on it. And that's... <laughs> And I kept thinking, people do this for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost like we're all chasing the idea of of, of this this feeling that we we had as as at some point in our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was just I maybe 
I don't know if this was the original point of why I texted it to you, but this is the point that it is now with me. It's just, it's this, long story short, it's just this weird unveiling almost on myself. Yeah. In the mirror. I just, you look in the mirror every day and that's you, but then all of a sudden, woof, and then you see yourself and you see yourself all the way back to when you're in high school and you just go, holy shit. Yeah. And then you can kind of see you in the future in the next five, 10 years. And you go, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when I, when I think about how different of a person I was four years ago and then just our last job, I was so different and now I'm so different from our last job, like two enormous leaps forward and like maturity and like lack of goofiness. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Is it like, does it like worry you or like, <sighs> It yeah. just feels like your no childhood worries. is in no. the rear view, member, rear view mirror and slowly getting smaller. And In a way, I mean, it worries me in the sense that I... It worries me in the sense that the, the understanding and realization of how everything that we are and we have is finite is very sombering. It sucks. Yeah, it's oh, it sucks in a way, but it's it sucks in a way that it. it if you had to stand in front of a tsunami, mm-hmm. you would you wouldn't really have a big reaction at that point. You'd just be like, Ugh. "Yeah, this <laughs> this sucks." You can't stop it. Yeah, you can't run from it. Yeah, you're just fucked. You're just this is happening. Yeah, I can't do anything about it. The most I can do is enjoy the breeze and enjoy the sand and between my toes until mm. this happens. And that's how I kind of feel. Not that life is, but kind of just... Life is a very slow tsunami. Well, life the, is a tsunami that's life. very far away. The end of life is. Yeah. yeah. It's just... It's this weird... It's this weird thing um, where... It, it, I, I always get asked by people. They go, don't you realize everything you're doing is pointless? Going to the gym is pointless. There's no point of trying to do this like playing hockey is pointless because it's not going to help you live longer it's not going to do it and they all have their ideas of saying these things to kind of try to trivialize the idea of anything i'm doing is with a goal in mind to maintain longevity and to a degree i understand their pointlessness like what's the point of life let's all be nihilistic about our existence Mm -hmm. because it's all meaningless but at the same time it's like well no i want to be 80 and be capable and and moving around as best as i can yeah and that's why I do the things I do. But also, it's fun. It's weird, but the grind of everything I do to challenge myself is fun. But I un- I understand your point. Mm-hmm. I understand your side of it. I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. And something that really hit me square in the head, and it hit me back when I first saw it, and you'll, you know exactly what I'm going to talk about when I mention it. It hit me the first time I ever heard it. I just thought that's going to be at my funeral. I'm going to have that set at my funeral. And it's the quote. It's the quote by Gandalf, the white in Return of the King. Oh, he, uh, is it the one that he says to well, Pippin or when something? When Pippin says, I'm scared. Yeah. And Gandalf goes, of what? And he was like, uh, of dying? Yeah. And he goes, oh, dying isn't scary. That's just, that's just the next path that we all must take. Yep. It's just... <laughs> It's the next chapter we, I love that. we all must take. Yeah. And um, yeah. And, and that kind of always puts me at ease. Yeah. It always relaxes me. I always think of Ireland. I always think of every time. Mm. Yeah. Every time I've been in the countryside in Ireland, I just think of every moment I've had there. 
think that is what it will be like be like and it's just that idea of of that chapter and the ending scene of that movie when they get in the boat and they mm-hmm. leave. Oh, which is also so beautiful. Is beautiful, but it's also this iconic feeling that we all have of almost like saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. We all know how to say it and we've all said it and we will all have to say it for the last time. Mm-hmm. It's almost just this slice of what it's going to taste like. Yeah. That you get. What, like in Lord of the Rings or? In real life. Lord of the Rings gives you a slice of it. But oh, okay. In real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that this all happened to me at like one o'clock in the morning watching Return of the King. So <laughs> this it's a very impactful movie. <laughs> and, and just seven endings. And that's what hit me. Yeah. And that's just what hit me. And I it's, it's for some reason it like it, it it almost reinvigorated me and it almost saddened me and it almost made me angry. But for whatever reason, I just went okay. Time for bed. I just went Damn, bed. you got existential watching that <laughs> that Dude, movie that's, about hobbits. That's me, a lot of the times. Yeah, yeah. Do you get existential a lot? Yeah, I uh, I learned I read about the meaning of ennui back when I was a sophomore in high school. E n n u i. E n n u i. Ennui. It's the it's like the feeling of of being adrift and lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember saying it to my parents, and they both stopped and they said. Where did you learn on we? <laughs> Your parents so, are like, <laughs> and I said, no, I was re- reading in a book. I said, okay, yeah, okay, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know what it is. Okay, I'll finish it with this. I'll, I'll finish my thoughts about that statement on this about the statement of feeling like of being Aragorn. If we take the things that have impacted most of us the most like our age group mm-hmm. for me specifically that's star wars harry potter lord of the rings yep those are the th- three things um matrix four things mm-hmm. that have really hit me in different stages of life yeah as i've grown up and they've obviously struck a chord with the majority of people because yeah. they're fucking huge for a reason right and it's probably that reason it's the, it's probably that chord that you're right that yeah. that, that that is the reason they all have a similar like paradox mm-hmm. where their the character's existence is to struggle and to overcome the greatest challenge of their lives. Yeah. Whether it's Voldemort, whether it's the actual matrix or the machines, whether mm-hmm. it's agent Smith, whether it's, uh, uh, Sauron, like what insert, whatever, whenever, if it's the empire, if it's Palpatine insert, whatever, mm-hmm. We crave that, I think, because we don't have that. Our greatest challenge is living. Our greatest challenge is existing through the 40-hour work week. Yeah. Our greatest challenge is existing in corporate culture or yeah. just within our own society of being accepted and empowered and yep. and allowed to thrive. And I feel like there's this. I had this weird realization about how we don't have that that's why we need these movies. We need these stories for us to tap into that. That's very interesting. That feeling that those things tap into, we actually lack in our own lives. Yeah. So like Harry Potter has no question about what his purpose of life is. (laughs) He could live the, he he is on vacation for the rest of his life. He goes, (laughs) I did it. I did did what I'm supposed to do in life. Right. Yeah. Luke knew what the hell was going on. Right. Yeah, they're all. This they're is all why good. I, th- I think also think this is why Marvel was so was so enthralling because 
Marvel had it in each individual movie, but they were building the blocks to the big thing, which was Thanos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you saw in Endgame all those pieces come together to form. The meaning of all of these the, people's lives. The was meaning to, was this. Yeah. Was to preserve their existence. Yeah. Was to preserve everybody's existence. Yeah, we don't have anything like that. Oh, that, that's so interesting. Yeah, so... Because all those huge fran- franchises all have those in common. Yes, why do you think Neo and Trinity is such a a like heart-wrenching story? It's because it's a love story where they sacrifice themselves for each other and for everything. Yeah. You know, Trinity dies in the spoiler alert. Trinity dies in the final movie and tells Neo to go on. Yeah. And Neo goes on and says, I don't care if you kill me at this point, but I'm going to die going for it. Yeah. Do oh. it. You know? Yeah. And then he does because he realizes I need to die in order to beat Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes, yeah, do it. <laughs> and he lets himself die. Um, you know, like, 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 like. That's a weird realization, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. we see that powerful purpose and struggle in so many things, but we can never have that ourselves. We it's so hard to attain. You can even take the closest thing we have, which would be a soldier, mm-hmm. and they still probably won't have the exact same thing as they are part of a of a of a organ a military organization with a hierarchy of command and order, yeah. where they may be able to perform their own virtuous actions within a small situation or a smaller scale, mm-hmm. but nothing would ever be as righteousness right righteously fulfilling as something like I saved the world, so dropping the ring into Mount Doom. Yeah, right. I mean, I take that. I'm I'm sure there's military people who have been in situations that they cannot talk about where they did things that saved a lot of people. They cannot talk about. Yeah, some real Mount Doom situations. Yeah, I mean, there's a Purple Heart for a reason. Yeah, exactly. so I'm I don't doubt that. Mm-hmm. But that means out of a population of over six and a half billion people on the planet, you have under what a hundred people yeah. who've experienced this? At least that, in in that sense. Which means you have less than a drop of water of a percentage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a sea of over six and a half billion. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. Anyways, that's that's all I wanted to say. Segway. <laughs> Neo and Trinity. They're making a Matrix 4. Keanu Reeves and What's-Her-Face are coming back. I heard. What are your thoughts? um, You're a way bigger Matrix fan than me. Let me set the stage for how much of a Matrix fan I am. I saw the first Matrix for the first time six or seven years ago. I was underwhelmed because of how overhyped it was and because of how many things have been adapted from it. So I had basically already seen the Matrix, but like improved on and perfected in other ways it was just so revolutionary back then but i missed it back then i have not seen two or three did you just stop recording no okay (laughs) (laughs) i thought you're just like we're done (laughs) the podcast is canceled (laughs) what are you doing uh i'm pulling up some things Um, you're pulling up the wikipedia for the matrix (laughs) yep Oh, okay. But then they'll know, Dubs, you're using the Matrix. <laughs> okay. First of all, what are my thoughts about another Matrix? I think with the technology today, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, uh, nothing against the Wachowski sisters, but I want J.J. Abrams to do this. Mm. Just give it to J.J. Abrams at this point. Just so let him save everything. Cloud Atlas. <laughs> let him save everything. Let him save everything. Uh, I think it's going to be cool. I think it's it's really it's going to be beautiful. I want to know where it takes place in the story because in the original story, they're dead. Yeah. So I don't want this to go back in time and recreate 
that storyline. I Do want you think this. They'll come back. And the idea of the Matrix, yes. Okay. Do you think it's possible in the story for them to come back? Yeah. Okay. Because if the if you go by the history of the story, yeah, the history of the story is that the Matrix has repeated. Wait, so you only saw the first one. Yeah. Okay, so do you care if I talk about other things that happened? Go for it. Okay. Spoilers so, for the Matrix. So did you hear about the architect? I her have heard that term. So the idea is to that the get, old lady. No. Okay. That is the uh, that's the Oracle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. is the Oracle. I've seen the Oracle scene. Is Which that one? in the there's, second one, I think? There's a lot of Oracle scenes. When She's in every movie. Neo first meets her. That's, that's in the, the first, first movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I've seen the first movie. Okay. So <laughs> so here's so here's what you need to realize. The Matrix takes place within a computer simulation. Yeah, it's the a whole thing. It's a program. Yeah. It's an application, right? So here's where it gets weird. Everything you see, you need to put in the context of computer programming. Yeah. So you find out later on in the trilogy by the architect, the guy, the part of the computers of one of the AIs that built the matrix. He is the rep, He is the representation of the AI mm-hmm. entity that created this thing called the matrix yeah. for humans. He puts in, he's, he states that there's been, I think it was like six or eight reiterations of the matrix. In Ooh. other words, the matrix, that movie, there's a Neo, there's the one, oh, he comes to fight. Oh, he saves the humans that that's happened six to eight times. Oh, wow. It's happened that many times. So it's been happening for thousands of years. Wow. And what you find out by the architect is he's saying no matter how much he computes it, no matter how much he tries, he can never fully um, calculate out anomalies like Neo. Okay. He cannot stop the anomaly of Neo from occurring. Okay. Neo is a bug in the system. It's a bug that doesn't go with the program. That's why it can go rogue. Yeah. That's why he has his powers Mm -hmm. because he's just literally a bug. Interesting. So, so is the architect a, like a bad guy? I guess he's not a good guy, but he's not a he's not really either. He's just I created just a, a system to try to have order for us to have a sustainable economy. It fails every it fails once a cycle for every iteration that I try to make to because perfect. there's always a neo. Is it always like Keanu Reeves neo? Uh, there's not. It's not exact. They don't. They don't show that. They okay. just say if he says something along the lines of "You think you're the one? You're the one of many." Okay. There have been exactly six iterations of the the Matrix at this point in time. And Mm. each time with six iterations, I have failed to calculate out the anomaly. The anomaly of the one, which in this case (laughs) is you. And he gives him a choice. He says, to the door to your right, you can leave to save, you know, the one that you love, who's in danger, who's trying to rescue you, blah, 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 blah. Or to the door to your left. You can go through and save all of humanity. You can stop the onslaught of the sent of the sentinels who have yeah. found the location of the human ex- human civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the choice, and he's like, "What did the other ones do?" And he doesn't say anything. And then he just goes, "Neo does." Neo doesn't say anything. He just turns and starts going toward the door for Trinity, and he says, and the architect stops, and he goes, "You are the only one to decide the fate of one, first the fate of many." And Neo just keeps walking and he goes, and then he says this beautiful line. He says, hope, it is both humanity's greatest strength and its greatest weakness. You actually believe you can save her. And then Neo just turns and says, I will. And he just fucking flies through and he just shoots (laughs) at the door. But that's when he's an anomaly who's created an anomaly in a situation that's already been computed and calculated by this guy who created this program. Yeah. So it's an anomaly going even more rogue. 
So it's no longer been calculated. So now he's the one, the one. Well, now he's the first one of the one. Okay. So long story short, when you, I, when you said, would you be surprised if they came back? I would say no, because in the realm of this storyline, the Matrix repeats itself over and over. And so it would be a different the one. It, it, they can just be re- recreated mm-hmm. because that's what the robots are doing. They're creating humans. Okay. Man, I don't know enough about the story to know well, that's fully why I, what you're talking about. That's why I pulled this up because I went down a fucking deep, deep dive. Oh, my God. About all different things about the Matrix. Yeah. Um, we don't have to go through each one unless you really want to get drippy, drippy. <laughs> not. I was going to say probably no, but not definitely no. Um, well, let me put it this way. Yeah. That movie is layered on a literary level. Yeah. A religious level. Yeah. A societal level. Sure. And a programming level. Yep. And once you see the movies, or not even see the movies, but once you read about those levels, yeah. it's insanely deep um, of how much of representation of all of humanity has been summarized, ironically, in a movie about humanity's death. <laughs> It's it's done beautifully. Mm-hmm. It's done beautifully. It's I wish I wish I could say like all of it. Um, so ugh. from what I know about it, so like Neo and Trinity and Morpheus and everything, aren't they like humans who are outside of the Matrix and they go into the Matrix to do stuff? Yeah. So you have to realize the Matrix is the simulation that everybody's plugged into believes is reality. Reality is really the war between humans and machines where the Earth Sentinels. is devastated. So, well, Sentinels are just the like the soldiers of the okay. robots, right? So you have humans who are living deep underground in order to stay um, hidden by, I think, Earth's core's magnetic field. Mm-hmm. So they live deep in the Earth to stay away from the robots up top hmm. but they can fly they find they have ships they fly up to a certain level where they can get reception of the system yeah where they plug themselves individually to upload into the matrix to try to save more people okay where they then eject them try to find them where they get dumped and then they try to fly back down so the scene in the first one where neo takes the red pill or the blue pill whatever whichever pill he takes mm-hmm. and he wakes up in that uh general so sauce mm-hmm. that's drippy drippy yeah the yeah, he wakes up in the red drippy, that drippy. drip drip. Um, was that he was plugged into the Matrix the whole time? Andrew Godosky sees allusions to Christ, including Neo's virgin birth, his doubt in himself, the prophecy of his coming, along with many other Christian references. Uh, amongst these possible allusions, it is suggested that the name of the character Trinity refers to Christianity's doctrine of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. It has also been noted that the character Morpheus paraphrases the Chinese Taoist philosopher uh, Zhuang Zi, when he asked Neo, have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you weren't able to wake up from that dream? How would you know the difference between the real world and the dream world? He wakes, basically what that does, that short circuits his connection to the Matrix. When he takes the red pill? And he creates this virgin birth of him coming to life in the real world. So drippy drippy Neo was plugged in there for who the knows time. how long. Like his whole life, essentially. Humans are born by machines. Okay. So the hu- the humans are being bred by the machines and they're incubated inside the drippy drip. Got it. And then they grow inside the drippy drip until they get to a point where they, if you saw from that scene, from they have these con- these giant combines that come through and pick off the ripe humans. The like dead ones or like the old ones? Just the ripe ones. Okay. Because you can die in the matrix by a car crash, but that just means your body was ripe. Okay. For them to harvest. Okay. Because they use the body's 
energy or like something about that. So huh. that's why when he first he can't move that well because he's never used those muscles in real life. And that's yeah. why when he slides down and he gets he gets rescued by the actual ship, uh, the, the, the actual humans, they have to like help him get muscle mass. Yeah, because he's never used his muscles. Yep. Okay. Um, so those. So that. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So they are outside of the matrix. They are real humans living in the real world. Outside of the Matrix. Got it. And the yes. Matrix is like when we see everything that's like all perfect streets and all the people on the city streets. And every time we see Agent Smith, he's part of the Matrix, right? Agent Smith is a security program. Yeah. Inside of the Matrix designed to... Uh, he's an antivirus. Yeah. And humans, when they plug in, our virus is trying to infect the system. Got it. So he's an antiviral system. That's crazy. He's McAfee. <laughs> he's John McAfee. <laughs> uh, well, okay, maybe not John McAfee, but he, but you know what I mean, right? Like he is, he is the guy that goes in there to try to remove people. Um, yeah, dude, it's so cool. Um, dude, there's so many cool fucking things. I'm trying to find the cool thing about Morpheus and the ship because even the ship that picks up Neo, that's the Ebuchadnezzar, right? Uh, the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there a significance behind that crazy cuckoo name? The Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. It's a, there's a religious background to it. Yep. Of course. <laughs> yep. There is. Uh, yeah. He quotes, even uh, when Morpheus witnesses the destruction of his ship, the Nebuchadnezzar, he quotes the biblical Nebuchadnezzar. I have dreamed a dream, but now that dream has gone from me. So the Wachowski brothers wrote that shit in the fucking script. <laughs> so it's not super subtle. I'm sorry. Uh, Wachowski sisters. But yes. Brothers at the time. Brothers at the time uh yeah it's fucking it's insane um yeah dude it's ins- the depth of the things they do like uh you so you didn't you never met the key maker nope but here i'll pause real quick okay. to say this you are so good at getting me to want to watch movies and i'm so bad at watching those movies <laughs> why like i now i think this is the second time we've had an episode where i just really wanted to go watch the whole matrix trilogy so the key maker is a guy where he literally just makes keys to yeah. open doors but you know what he actually represents he actually represents a computer program that can create shortcut commands physically represented as keys which can be used by other programs to gain quick access to various areas within the simulated reality of the matrix mm-hmm. so he appears as just a uh, older man making keys mm-hmm. but he is known as an exile which is a program whose usefulness has come to an end and has chosen to hide in the matrix rather than be deleted okay so there's a whole underworld of crime in the matrix which is really programs that were per- that were scheduled to be deleted mm-hmm. that, that they are de- hiding that are hiding to not be deleted mm-hmm. the agents try to find them okay to delete them so the a- agent smith is after the keymaker yes to kill him and the keymaker or and the oracle was trying to help uh neo get to the architect because he has the shortcut command who does the, the keymaker because key he has a key yeah. to the door to so, the architect to the architect so in the movie you think the architect's gonna he like neo's just gonna beat the shit out of the architect and the architect's gonna like undo everything or fix everything yeah right? that's turn not the off case. the matrix it's not the case the but but the idea is is that they find the guy who's called the key maker and the key maker opens doors mm-hmm. that's what they believe but in reality what the, the the representation of that is it's a shortcut command that bypasses access that allows him to get to the architect like architect profile yeah 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 <laughs> that's but basically that's... to give him you know like root access mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> pseudo yeah it's, it's basically sh- pseudo it's yeah. it's basically pseudo um 
Yeah. Like, isn't that fucking cool? Yeah. Isn't that so fucking cool? And it's just, oh my God. It, it just goes on and on. So I never knew this after I watched The Matrix. I just went, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then fast forward until like two years ago when I was bored and I just wikied the, the Matrix and I went down the fucking rabbit hole and it turned into all this shit. And I just went, oh my God, there's so much fucking shit. That's cool. <laughs> right? It's, uh, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's very cool. I'm trying to find the, oh, what's his name? Oh, God. What's his name? Fist Puncher. No. So long story short, uh, there's a guy who protects the Oracle. Okay. He's her body. He's basically her bodyguard. Who's the Oracle, by the way? Who is the Oracle? Like, what does she represent or whatever? Uh, she, do, 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 do. I mean, she's basically... An, uh, she's revealed to be a, sap- a sapient program who is integral to the very nature of the Matrix itself. Whether her predictions are deterministic or not is a concept given much treatment in all three films. Mm-hmm. She claims that she lacks the ability to see past her own choice, explaining that no one, including herself, can see past a choice they do not understand. It becomes clear in the films that her power cannot be used to predict the ultimate consequences for Neo, who possesses free will when he defies the architect, compared to her. Her power of foresight, on the other hand, is probably not a foresight based on knowledge of a predetermined future, but rather a calculation. Mm. The architect revealed the Oracle to be a program designed to investigate the human psyche, thus allowing the Matrix to become more custom for the majority of the human population to accept. She exhibits a trait for predicting events directly relevant to the nature and or programming of the Matrix and natural human responses according to her knowledge of them. This is most clear in prediction of Neo's choice between Morpheus's life and his own. Well, the Oracle knew that the end of So basically, she's she was a program that was used to try to understand and predict the nature of human of uh, humanity. Yeah. To make it easier to predict possible outcomes for the simulation. Yeah. But she went rogue, and she's now called the Oracle because she can see quote unquote the future. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. She doesn't really see the future. But yeah, she can. I mean. re- she's really good at guessing the future. She's really good at guessing the future. Yeah. Um. There's a weird thing where you think that she. Like, like it said, it's it's predeterministic, mm-hmm. where it's a program that's been programmed to do a certain thing. But then in films two and three, Neo keeps doing things, and she keeps telling him, I can't see into the future. I'm not, I don't read the future, you know. She just goes, I know what can happen, and I know what will happen for me, because I know my program's future. Mm. I can't tell what your future is. Because he has free will, or because he's a human, so he has yeah. free will. So if a pro- so when he fights Agent Smith, and if he beats Agent Smith, that's a rogue action that occurs where he's able to that she's unable to guess. She's yeah. unable to predict. She can only say Agent Smith is coming. I mean, I need to leave. Yeah, because she can detect that. Interesting. So she so it's weird because in the movie she's portrayed as somebody who can sense and tell the future, mm-hmm. but in reality she's just a program. Because everybody's a program except yeah. for the humans. And how do you know who's the humans? Uh, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Like they're the ones who are real life. They're in the Nebuchadnezzar. And well, not only are they in real life, but the humans also don't want to exist in the Matrix because you have to be plugged into the Matrix. Yeah. So you're within range of robots. Okay. So if you ever see somebody in the Matrix and they have a whole life set up, like a room or a building or a business... They're probably not humans because humans would have to be there all the time and permanently plugged in where they would be detected. In like the drippy drip pods, right? 
Uh, not directly in drippy drip pods, but in the ships that float within the reception range of the robots. Yeah. To access that network. Gotcha. So they're in Wi-Fi range. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Basically, they're in Wi-Fi range. Yeah. And, uh, um, that's why it's like dangerous for them to go to the matrix, right? Cause they stay in the really matrix. close there. Yeah. And that's why they can get caught and discovered. And that's why they have to, I don't think it happened in the first movie, but they do get detected. So you have to, sh- I think that does happen. And the sentinels come and start drilling a hole through the ship with the lasers and stuff like that. Maybe that's not movie one. I don't know. Like that's, some weird that's movie three, like squirmy. Yeah. No, no. Those are sentinels. Yeah. And that like the lasers start cutting open the Nebuchadnezzar or something. That's up. That's and they're like, Neo, you have to get out. You have to get out. And he like runs to a payphone and like just makes it out or something. Oh like that. yeah, that does happen in the first shut, movie. Shut everything off. Yeah, hit the hit the EMP and that yeah. like that knocks everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that also and knocks they, out their own ship. Zoo, 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 zoo. Fly away. <laughs> or they, they <laughs> whatever fell. they fell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they couldn't keep hovering. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. Um. Anyways, there's a guy that protects. This is like the, one of the coolest things I saw. There's a guy that protects the Oracle. Mm-hmm. So when Neo first tries to meet the Oracle after events start happening mm-hmm. and the protection ramps up, he runs into this guy and they have to fight. And then after a while of fighting, he's this guy's like Neo's equal at this point. The guy just goes, stop. You may see her now. And, he, and Neo's just like, oh, okay, we were just <laughs> fighting, but okay. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> And if you read about it, turns out that was the uh, physical representation of a handshake protocol. Are you a human? Yeah, I'm a human. Look what I can do. Okay, you can come in. Exactly. <laughs> a handshake authentication protocol. Oh, that's so but it's cool. Done with fighting, and it, yeah, and, and like you don't realize it in the movie. You just think that was weird. But once you have the lens of look at it as a computer program, look at it as like all these other other things. Yeah. It's, oh, that's so fucking. It cool. was because he's Neo's equal, so he'd be able to beat Agent Smiths. And basically, the handshake degree, yeah. would not be accepted. To a degree. Be like, I know or, you are or, an or, or however they wanted to do it. But That's yeah, cool. Just stuff like that. So it, it's really cool. So if you've never seen it, uh, a lot of people... I've who, heard the second one sucks and the third one's not that good. But is that... I'm assuming they get a lot better knowing this whole deep meaning behind everything. I think it's because there's a lot less action. So that's why people didn't like it? I'm assuming. I mean, I thought... Because like the first... Matrix was a lot of fighting, hand-to-hand combat, a lot of guns. It was yeah. the whole like hallway scene, yeah, in the elevator. Like there was a lot going on. The uh, lobby scene, yeah. The the gun, the the bullet dodge yep, move. Yep, like yep. It, it was an iconic movie for that, and I think people expected that level of hype for the second and third. But they went more into like that crazy story, the story of it, of yeah. just this is humanity, and Which this I is, like that actually. Yeah, it's it's super super. Uh, more convoluted from a storyline perspective yeah, give me that convolution yeah it's a lot more i think i think it's it's really awesome character development mm-hmm. when you watch the first movie and then you go straight to the second movie it's fucking badass yeah and then you go straight from the second to the third movie it's fucking badass cool and it explains a lot and again if you have the lens of understanding that this is a computer program they're interacting with whenever you see the matrix mm-hmm. it's just software running yeah all of a sudden, a lot of it makes sense. And it's not just this cool special effects. Oh, they're flying and fighting. Oh, it's all of a sudden it's actually, no, this is really cool because that's why this program is doing this. They need this program to do that. Mm-hmm. That program is trying to stop this process from running. And it's just it's that's fucking, cool. And it's just like visual representations. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So it's almost like Tron in a way, like 
the whole thing behind Tron is the guy who invented the game Tron or whatever wanted to visualize what it looked like to be in a computer. And he's like, I imagined uh, motorcycles on a highway and the streams of light and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit deeper because of the religious flair and the literary flair. Like there's a lot of philosophy in that. And that's why Yeah. And the movies as well. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it, it's weird. I never rewatched the Matrix movies, but I've seen them all once. Oh, I've seen them all a few, a bunch of times when I was younger. But I, yeah. I, I have no desire to watch them as I'm older. Yeah, but I love reading about them. Interesting, because the layers I keep peeling back on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, like this was in reference to Plato's philosophy of blah blah blah, and that's Jeez. how that was applied to this. It's like, holy shit! And this was from the Old Testament, and that's where they brought this in, and that's yeah. why they were talking about that, and. This represented this. Holy shit! This was from the New Testament, and this referred to the the Muslim belief of this. And the holy shit! Okay, like, <laughs> and the holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Did you see Cloud Atlas? No. Yeah, I saw that. It was very wacky, but I I have no idea how much deeper it gets. I'm assuming it does because of how weird it was. Yeah. But I wonder if it was just a weird story that I didn't fully understand. But usually, with things I don't understand, it means that there was hidden meanings in there mm-hmm. and the creators sometimes I think can focus too much on the hidden meanings and forget to make a really digestible story level story, well, uh, surface level story. Yeah. But who were the, uh, what did the, the blonde dreadlock twins represent in the matrix? What were they? Oh, the, uh, the ghosts, I believe they were called. Were they, were they the ghosts? I think so. They were super pale. Um, they had like, they were like albino. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I remember, I remember. Um, they were, so they were part of the Merovinci's club. Okay. Uh, no, ghost, no, no. The twins. They were called the twins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there they are. Uh, God, they look so Part awful. of the Merovinci's henchmen in the Matrix, blah, 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 blah. They were exiles. Um, ah, so... The reason for becoming... They were a program that became exiles because their programming became affected with a virus, which the Merovingian was able to remove, although not before it damaged their appearance and emotional subroutines, resulting in their emotionless demeanor. Uh, Ah, yes. Some suspect that they were former agent programs that became exiles when replaced with the more modern agents. So they were former agent programs. Oh, Okay. And they like dropped the part of their programming that was like supposed to exhibit emotions and stuff like that. Uh, that was yes. Well, that's when. Well, they were probably given a virus or a delete command, and the Merovingian, Merovingian, Merovingian. Let's call him Marrow. Uh, so Marrow uh, removed the program, but that resulted into their like cold demeanor and emotionless response. Got it. Because it like didn't fully remove them or something. Yeah. But they were basically, they were uh, former agents. Ex- yeah. Old older, agents. older agent programs. Interesting. Cool. Which is they, why they, they were always very interesting looking to me. Like they had a fight scene on like a truck on a highway or something. Yeah. Like. So you, the freeway. So you saw more than the first movie then. No, I've seen clips. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Okay. I, I forget why I've seen that scene. I think I saw like a special effects breakdown of it or something. Like, yeah, this is really cool. It is pretty cool. It, the the this the scene was actually really good. Mm-hmm. The uh, the scene on the freeway. Yeah, was pretty good. Special you, effects weren't that bad. Yeah, 
are you uh would you consider yourself like excited for the fourth one would you rewatch the trilogy and i would not rewatch the trilogy but i am excited for it yeah um yeah i am excited for it i wouldn't rewatch the trilogy though but no, I, I would be excited to see what they did just from the story perspective. Yeah. I don't care about the guns, the cars, the Kung Fu. I yeah. would care more about where is the story going? Because yeah. last we checked at the end of the third movie, they had peace. There was a, there was a peace treaty. Between the robots and the humans? Yeah. Oh, wow. And the treaty was if you wish to remain plugged in the Matrix and live that existence, you're free to stay. If you wish to leave and eat fucking, you know, mud down in the, near the earth's core with humanity live this real life you can do that too mm. and i believe in like the fan fiction or something there was something about how there was a large transition to people who were like get me in back in the fucking matrix where i could have a hamburger yeah. and then the other <laughs> ones were there's no i want to be free like what is the real world that was the thing in the first one right with uh, i think cypher was his name yeah when he like betrays everybody spoilers because yeah. he was like i know it's fake but like you can't beat the feeling of like nice juicy meat in your mouth or whatever like yeah. that and then the programs were going to give him like set him up with a lavish life yep yeah we'll give you all the money cars woman whatever you want it's a program for us just yeah, we just add a couple zeros yeah zeros <laughs> and ones and uh your life is the best it's, it could ever possibly be yeah if that's what you want life-changing amount of money <laughs> lifestyle yeah. changing <laughs> yeah so cool well that was aragorn and t-shirt companies <laughs> what did you want to talk about chris Nothing. Nothing. I so the Matrix actually the Matrix Four because I always like talking about movie news. Right. Also saw I saw it Chapter Two. Did you see Chapter One? I don't like scary movies. Yeah, I don't really either. For some reason, uh, my friend and I were just compelled to go see it. It uh, two years ago when it came out, and we loved it. Well, like I heard it, it was like I heard it was done really well. Yeah, it had like major Stranger Things vibes. Like it was a really good movie that was also pretty scary, and. Uh, People aren't like loving the second one. There they aren't. Every, everyone's like, eh. I loved it. There were some things about it that were a little like could have done better, but like I had so much fun watching the movie. I'm like, what's more important than that? I watched it with my friend from work who uh, doesn't like scary movies, but I convinced him to go, so I got to hear him make up new score, new swears at all the jump scares. Like, Jesus, dog shit, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dicks. <laughs> So that was really fun. I'm not scared of clowns. I'm, I don't like the jump scares. Yeah, that's there's, really it. There's some, there's some jump scares, but like, there were more like, like violent build-up build scares. Oh, okay. Not super violent. There was some stuff. There was some stuff that was like grotesque, scary, um, not like gory, but like, ugh, like, like uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Like uh, some of that's, yeah. It's not like yeah. gory necessary, but, but it's, it's like icky. yucky looking. Yeah, <laughs> there's some of that. Uh, but it was really good. I really like the story of it, too, because just Stephen King's coked out mind from the 80s. Uh, like, it's crazy. Like, in the original, in the book, in the, the 90s movie and these movies, spoilers, haven't done it because you just can't do this in a movie. But, like, it is an alien that was created by this better alien who's a giant turtle who lives in the macroverse who one time had a case of indigestion and threw up and created the universe that we live in. And it also created it like Pennywise, the clown and doesn't like it. So he helps the main characters destroy it by giving them knowledge. And it's like, Holy shit. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> but, that makes uh, sense though. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like you can follow it. And like the people love the book. Yeah, There's like no, some it's, weird shit in it, but I think I uh, like the idea of of the character of it. Yeah, it like feeds it it feeds off of fear of humans. Yeah, and it like rests for twenty seven years, and every twenty seven years it comes out to feed. So that's why it targets children because they exhibit more fear. Yeah, uh, and it could shape shift into the thing that you're most scared of, but it like prefers the shape of this clown, Pennywise the dancing clown, which is like that's the only reason it's a clown. It's because that typically scares a lot of people so that's like its default look now it's like oh everybody hates this yeah yeah but like its true form is like these balls of light <laughs> when like oh, it's crazy yeah it was i didn't cool. know that it was, it was that. really well done a yeah. lot of people didn't like some of the cgi in it i thought the cgi was great but this they did this weird thing that was so weird so like the marvel movies have been killing it with digitally de-aging people yeah like the whole captain marvel uh agent colson and samuel jackson were de-aged like 20 30 years they did it with uh ant-man and they showed like hank pym uh they de-aged him and then in endgame he was like super super de-aged um the original movie came out in 2017 they shot it the sequel two years later and there were a bunch of flash flashbacks with those kids but they had to de-age the kids like two years just (laughs) and it wasn't good it was weird like i don't know what technique they used it wasn't as good Good. as marvel and i think it would have been fantastic but we're used to marvel which is they've perfected it somehow and like it was weird like it looked like they were lip syncing which they probably were but it was it was just a little weird i wonder if they did almost like deep fakes like they took their like (laughs) images of their old faces and superimpose them over their two year older faces maybe something like that i don't don't know enough about video editing or special effects to to mess with that but I wouldn't be surprised with technology these days. But it's good. Even if you don't like uh, scary movies. They're good movies. It's scary movie season, man. Fall's coming up. That's true. Is there anything else coming out? I'm, I haven't looked, to be honest. I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I think there's scary stories to tell in the dark. is coming out soon. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot of talk about that. Yeah. It looks really fucked up. It's uh, Guillermo del Toro. So it's going to be fucked up. It's fucked up and for children. <laughs> It's it, for kids. Yeah. Is it PG-13? Uh, I think it's... Yeah, it's PG-13. I think maybe PG, but I doubt it. Um, but yeah, that it's like based off a kid's book. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. PG-13. Yeah. L- listen to all these. You have... Uh, a group of teens face their fears in order to save their lives. You have Depraved. You have Freaks. You have the Goldfinch. The Harvesters, Haunt, Imprisoned, Hustlers. Yeah, it looks good. Scarborough, The Sound of Silence, Super Size Me 2, The Weekend. Super Size Me 2? Holy Chicken. That's what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Three from Hell, Midnight Traveler. I don't know any of these. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> I don't want Super Size Me 2, though. Yeah. That's fun. More McDonald's or something. Is it? Super Size Me was about the Morgan Spurlock who uh, got McDonald's for every meal of the day for a month. And oh, yeah. he set a rule for himself. Anytime they want, they ask him, do you want to supersize that? He had to say yes. So oh, there are right. parts in the I movie remember. where he's like, all right, let's go. I didn't wait, didn't feel... that movie destroy Super Size Me? Yeah, so, uh, they, they stopped doing that because of that movie. 
Um, but like some of my favorite parts of the movie, he'd be like, I still, I'm still sick from breakfast, but I have to do this. I have like seven more days left. He's like, hi, can I have this and this and this? Do you want to supersize that? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he like almost died. <laughs> yeah. No, the doctor was doing there. He was just saying, you need to stop this. Yeah. And then the, I remember there was someone, which is, this is actually fascinating. And like, I love when things like this happen. Someone like a year or two later did the same thing. He ate McDonald's every day for a month and worked out, which Morgan Spurlock left out of his documentary that he also lived the most unhealthy lifestyle yeah. possible to prove his point. He like worked out and everything and he was totally fine, if not more healthy at the end of the month. Like he was trying to hit his macros by going to McDonald's. And stuff like that. He's like, well, I want to get the protein and I'm going to get a salad this time and blah, 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 blah. He would get milk instead of soda. Right? (laughs) Imagine trying to live your lifestyle but being limited by the McDonald's menu. (laughs) That wouldn't happen. (laughs) It couldn't happen, I don't think. What would you... Ooh, this is fun. (laughs) If you had to get McDonald's, let's say for one week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner... What what kind of things are you ordering there? How would you make it work? I don't know what their menu is. <laughs> what, no, true. I'm serious. What is it? Just let, deep fried anything. No, let me look it up. Let me look it up. Um, Mc- I'm going to give you full reign over the ingredients that they have. Like you can order. You don't have to order a menu item. You could just. No, 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 no. I'll play. I'll play this. I'll play this. I don't think this. you can play it with their menu items. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You're not going to get chicken McNuggets. Here we go. Breakfast is going to be. I'm working out, right? Yeah, sure. You could live your normal lifestyle, but eating you're at McDonald's. Uh, it's for one week. Yeah. Um, do they have like yogurt or something for breakfast? Uh, I'm not gonna. Fruit? I'm not gonna touch the parfait. It's probably full of sugar. I would have. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> okay, th- four days a week, I would have fruit and maple oatmeal okay. for breakfast. The other three days, I would have. The ooh, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Sure, very sugary. Uh, oh, is that what a McGriddle is? A McGriddle is <laughs> for the sandwich for the bread. Yeah, it's two pancakes with syrup infused in it. Oh fuck! Then I would have a sausage biscuit with egg. I'll do that instead. Sure, sure. I would have that or bacon, egg, and cheese bagel uh, for three days of the week. Those three of the days of the week would yeah, be yeah, my yeah. gym days. So that would be those are your carbs, right? That yep. you're getting. Uh, oh, that would be just the well, no, because oatmeal is technically carbs. That would just be the fucking calorie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calorie intake that I'm going to be burning. Oh God, I haven't had a Big Mac in years. Um, <laughs> lunch would be burgers are too heavy. Lunch would be, uh, Jesus Christ. And like I said, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. I oh, no, no. Lunch would be, um, but <laughs> does it have to be buttermilk? <laughs> Like in the salad, like does it have to be buttermilk in both salads? You're gonna choose the chicken salad, but you got so <laughs> let down. There's two with yeah, buttermilk chicken. Yeah, buttermilk is it fried deep fried breaded chicken. Jesus, bacon ranch buttermilk. Let's put a McChicken into like without the bun into a bowl. That's what you just give. Get. All right. Anyways, yeah, I would have. Grass. I would have. Southwest grilled chicken salad for lunch five days a week. Yeah. Um, Out of seven, are we talking? 
Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Out of seven. Okay. Out of seven. That's your lunch every day. Those are my lunches. That's the I would only have... thing on the menu you could do. No, no, no. I would do those for five days. And then the two days would be the artisan grilled chicken sandwich. Sure. Uh, would you eat the bread? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not against bread. Okay. I'm not against carbs. I'm against calories and sodium and sugar and yeah. that shit. Like that, like too much of that shit is what makes you go like, you know, bad. Uh, I would then have. Is this dinner? Uh, I, I guess. It's not much better. <sighs> I would have. Uh, fuck. Okay. I guess I would have. For the three gym days of the week, I would do the double quarter pounder with cheese. Even though I personally think the Big Mac is the tastiest thing they have, mm-hmm. I would have to deal with the double quarter pounder because I would get more patty, less bread. That's uh, true, yeah. I would then do... Ooh. I love the thought that's going into this. <laughs> I would do... Oh, side silence. Uh... I would do the oh, oh, oh I would do for the four other nights mm-hmm. spicy barbecue glazed tenders with a side salad. Okay, sure. Uh, and then I would have because I do love this. I will have uh, McDonald's iced coffee and normal hot coffee, black mm, mm. by itself. Their coffee's good. It's amazing. I would have that probably because oh, they got the Tim Hortons. Yeah, they got right? the Tim Hortons. <laughs> oh yeah, they got that Gucci. <laughs> I'd have that probably seven days a week, yep. and that'd be it. All right. Do you want to supersize that? <laughs> no. So obviously, like water with your meals, right? Yeah, water. Besides, like coffee in the morning, afternoon, whatever. Uh, water with everything. Yeah. Now, if you could walk into the kitchen, you have free reign over the ingredients. What kind of stuff? I th- you think you just glanced over the whole menu? What kind of stuff are you whipping up? Uh, bowls of all their vegetables with grilled chicken. Yeah, that's that is the correct answer. <laughs> I thought of that in my head. I'm Pretty like, is it. there anything else that you can do there? No, that I would eat for myself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, like a dubs meal made of the McDonald's kitchen. Well, I mean, like, I, I need I need carbs. Carbs are important, so I do need carbs. Refined carbs are the problem. All yeah. they have is refined carbs. It's fried buttermilk, fried. It's french fries it's it's all fry that's the problem it's all yeah. fucking super sugar super fat can uh, uh complex carbs or complex refined carbs mm-hmm. and that's the problem there's no non-refined carbs yep there's no rice there's no potatoes so i'm kind of fucked is really what happened um I, well I, your week starts now i guess <laughs> and we'll talk about it on the next episode are you funding it no, that was a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I I think you know what it, what you know what I would do. I think I would probably have the French fries, because I would trust potatoes <laughs> to yeah. be the purest form of a carb that you could find there. Yeah. Besides their buns, which probably has <laughs> hydrogenated vegetable oil, high fructose corn syrup, like some kind of. I could have this grilled chicken salad and like eight sesame buns, please. <laughs> I would probably make. Fr- I would probably eat the French fries for carbs. I just wouldn't yeah. salt them the way they fucking salt them. Yeah, which that's a risk. Do you ask no salt, please? And then yeah. you got to be that guy that they make a specific batch of fry for. Oh yeah, yeah I would probably. do no salt. Yeah. I would do no salt. <laughs> like, fuck. Say 
salt those bad boys. <laughs> That's why they're so good. Yeah. It's because they're fucking <laughs> salt people sticks. love salt. <laughs> they're saltier than ketchup. Yeah. And ketchup is tangy. Yeah, the, the ketchup, <laughs> like, cuts it. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. The ketchup, like, tones down the fry. And the Pepsi or the Coke or yeah. the Sprite cleanses the palate mm. with the little bubbles and the little like <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> don't think i forgot that feeling yeah of salty french fries oh. inside ketchup and then a swig of i usually get root beer mm-hmm. but a swig of, of soda yeah to, root beer's a good way to go and then it's just like this weird flash this white flash of just oh soda and then it's <laughs> but then it cleanses that palate and you go <laughs> What? I don't know that flash you're talking about. You don't know that flash? Maybe like when the carbonation hits you. Is the carbonation meeting the flavor at the same time? And it's just, uh, it's just this. <laughs> you're getting hit in the mouth with soda. Yeah, that's what it is. Because you're so parched from that one bite because there's so much salt. That like, you shrivel up temporarily in the mouth, soda. Your mouth and your throat are immediately so dry. You you just you. That's why they're such big cups because yeah. they knew just we're gonna dehydrate people. They need to have some kind of hydration. <laughs> so yeah, this canteen they of had soda these meetings, guys. We're gonna dehydrate people. I like these are delicious, but that's so much salt. <laughs> you. That's why they they serve canteens of soda. So you have this canteen of soda, and you immediately reach for it and. You get that fucking hit, and then that hit is what you need, and it just—that's that white, uh, just because it like it's like this flash. It's like getting punched in the face. Wow, that's new. That I am not familiar with. Yeah, I don't think. Here's the funny thing. I think when I used to eat like McDonald's all the time in high school, yeah, I think I went so hard. It's kind of like what most like rock stars say, like the '80s rock stars. Yeah, it's like we did so many drugs, and you rock stars today think you party like rock stars. Yeah, <laughs> you never party like rock stars. I party like rock stars. Yeah, you went to McDonald's to party. I go to McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> like- no, when we went to McDonald's, it was a experience. Yeah, it was nope. at least five dollars dropped at like to start the game. Oh yeah, with the dollar menu meal. So immediately you had tendies. Or I'm sorry, you had nugs. Nuggies. You had some chicken nugs. You had fries. You had McChicken and at least a double cheeseburger and oh, an apple yeah. pie. Oh yeah. Or <sighs> isn't the dollar menu beautiful? Oh my god. <laughs> like you just held up five fingers and that's how much that meal costs. Dude. <laughs> it's insane. when you would take the McChicken and stuff fries in it and then oh. another McChicken. Yeah. You would have a McGangbang? <laughs> uh, well, to me, the McGangbang... Actually, no, this is different. The, I do the McSurf and Turf Deluxe, which oh, is... Oh, you got the fish fillet? Yeah, the quarter pounder with the fish fillet on it. Oh, why? It's gross. <laughs> it's gross, but it's fr- It's a reference... It was referenced on the first Tenacious D album. I, I think the song is called Drive Through, and it's just a skit where Jack Black goes to the McDonald's drive through and he orders a McSurf and Turf Deluxe and like all these other things. And then at the end, he's like, and a Diet Coke diet. <laughs> I'm watching my weight. <laughs> That's that is the poor man's surf and turf yeah the mix surf and turf deluxe <laughs> oh my gosh but then you do that and then that would never quench your thirst so you'd have to go back up or if you really wanted to splurge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got the big mac as a standalone sandwich yeah you got a small soda from the dollar menu 
you got a small fry from the dollar menu, mm-hmm. you got a McChicken from the small menu, yeah. and you either got the chicken nugs or an apple pie from the small menu. All of those things? Oh, yeah. Here's another and thing. And then the Big Mac sauce drips onto the fries. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And then you eat the fries, but you follow it immediately with the nugs because they would be steamy, and but like meaty and juicy. So Let me you hit you with this that, one. And then it would shred in your mouth and you can just, oh, God. Let me hit you with this. Okay. Get some nugs or get a McChicken or get some fries or all of the above. I don't care. Ask for a side of Big Mac sauce. They could just give it to you. Really? Yeah. You got to normally like push them. Like, can you just put it in a little cup or something? <laughs> or you can have the joy of eating the Big Mac. That's true. Big Macs are so messy. That's I've the never... point. <laughs> That's the point. You have that with fries and yeah. nugs and a McChicken. The McChicken you need is to stop pe- talking about this because I've been doing really good not getting some fast food and I'm like a hair away from let's, getting it on the way home. Let's finish talking about how you are going no soda September. No soda September. That's Is this your first time doing no soda it. September? Yeah. So there's this subreddit that I love called Hydro Homies. <laughs> Have you heard of this? Oh. It was It's a recreated subreddit because the original one white people can't say the name of. It's water people, but I, it's the water N words, <laughs> but with people. an A instead of an ER <laughs> and it was hilarious. And it's basically just memes about how it's basically like the PC master race subreddit where it's just memes about how great they are because they all play PC games together Okay, and they make fun of people who play consoles. It's yeah. memes about how great it is to drink water and they make fun of stupid soda drinkers. And I think it's hilarious. And I love water, but I do drink a, a decent amount of soda. And I just saw this, like, is I just scrolled past it. I don't even think I clicked on it. Like, uh, only two days away from No Soda September, boys. And that may have been the only post about it. And it was a joke. And No Soda September might not actually be a thing. But I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, let's do that. And I just decided in my head, No Soda September. Oh, well, good for you, sir. And it's, it's 12 days. Is it, has it been hard? No, which is like, I'm so happy. Um, I've also just been, shit has been flying by. Like the the weeks are flying by. Yeah, yeah. When I'm home, I'm like, I got so much shit to do and you do all the shit. It was like that day that uh, when you do all your chores and then it's oops, it's six o'clock. You better go get Chipotle. Yeah. Every day of September so far has been a dubs day. I go to work and it's like, oh my God, we're so backed up. But you know what? Like, that's what we're here to do. Let's get through all this work, 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 work. You get home, chores, 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 chores. It's like, I don't, soda's just going to slow me down. I got to hydrate. I got to hydrate. But you feel so good too. Yeah. And like, I feel healthy. So like that just makes me want to keep going. And I do this every once in a while. And eventually I will fall back into soda for a little bit. But But why? It's just... I'll hit a point where I crave it for some reason or another. So you can touch it, but you don't have to like dive back into it. You can just have it that one time. (sighs) That's me with cigars. I have a cigar once a month and then it's just, I'm done because I know it's bad for me. And there, there are certain things that I have like the willpower to do that with, but for some reason, soda is just like that thing. Soda and eating bad, like basically just bad eating habits. Like I'll dip my toe in and be like, see, that was fine. And then, like, a couple days later, I'm like, eh, it was fine. Like, I just did it once, and it was fine, so I'll do it again. And then the third time, I'm like, it's fine. It's just fine. <laughs> and then I'm, I drink soda literally every day. Like, probably August was the opposite of no soda September. It was soda every day August. 
there's a soda fountain. Isn't isn't there a part of you that wants to just give a middle finger to that feeling though, and just say fuck you? I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's the part of me that I feel right now. I'm like God. I am just so much happier when I just drink water. Yeah, and like I've been going on walks on every every break I have, so three times a day I do like nice. basically just a walk of the campus on the inside. <laughs> it's, nice. I think people who work in completely other departments are like. That guy walks by every day at 11.15. They probably <laughs> and, think, good for him, he's going for a and walk. And 2.15 yeah. and 5.15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Thanks, Dad. And I, want you to I mean, keep, dubs. I want you to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I think also the other part that's like really got me feeling good about it this time is... <laughs> My girlfriend looked up a bunch of old photos of us. She's like, yo, we got fat. <laughs> like, we both used to look so good. And we both look so bad right now. And I was like, yeah. So what's the plan to lose weight? Let's talk about this and end on that. So I can't I can't dive into something the way I can dive back into soda. <laughs> but the... So, like, I can't... The only like, diveable thing for you is soda? In Minecraft, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I do small and like I also I know I know that things aren't sustainable. So I'm like, man, this is such a great diet and workout thing that I'm doing. I'm not. It it sucks. I hate it. I hate working out and I hate eating healthy. So I have to trick myself into doing small lifestyle changes. Dubs, let me finish. (laughs) so like no soda september it's just september and maybe it'll stick and then i'm just a guy who drinks a lot of water and maybe i've grown so accustomed to water that when i have soda i do feel like that bloated gassy slow feeling i'm like ah that wasn't good and more water back to water and then like we'll go to like some party and it's like i'll i'll diverge a little it's a little bit of soda and then like i'm doing these walks and the walks feel really good and they make me feel great and there's a bunch of people at work who are working out because there was this program of like get an apple watch for free and as long as you hit all these goals every month you don't pay anything but if you don't hit a goal you pay 15 dollars that month and it lasts for two years so if you miss your goal every month you end up paying for a full apple watch but if you hit all your goals it's a free did you apple watch. enroll into this no, because I have an Apple Watch. Fuck you! You should have done it. Why? To you get another Apple you Watch. You should have sold that Apple Watch. Wore one on both wrists. No, you would have. You should have sold that, made a profit, and then got a free watch by oh, not paying, me, and you would have made right. money out of this. So even more dumb, dumb, Chris. I just missed the deadline. They did have a thing of like, what if I already have an Apple Watch? They give you a fifteen dollar gift card to like a store of your choice, and there was a list of like fifty stores. So a fifteen dollar gift card every month. At the end of it, after two years, I would have had enough money to buy two years from now's Apple Watch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big, big, big dumb dumb. So, what is your girlfriend doing to lose weight? Water and hike and walking right now? Uh, water. She's doing meal preps, so she's doing a go. little bit of that dub's life. Um, so she's been making meals for both of us, which is super helpful. And uh, she, uh, they're doing a deal right now at Big Sky Gym, which is right near her work. So she's gonna be going to the gym. That is my gym, Big Sky. Yep. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Big Sky. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. What if I told you? Yes. Or how would you feel if I told you? It hit me. That instead of making drastic lifestyle changes, Mm -hmm. you can make small lifestyle changes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Water. Walks. If you do everything in moderation. Yeah. So instead of doing a hardcore workout program, Mm -hmm. 
you just do a little workout program. Yeah. Instead of doing no soda, you do only very little soda. Yeah. You don't not you don't not do McDonald's. You just do very little McDonald's. Yeah. So the majority of the time, and this is what I usually I do this for myself. But right now I'm I'm going down the path into a bulk phase at the gym. So I'm heading down the path of let's eat up. Yeah. Uh, and eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just Monday through Friday. I'm super strict mm-hmm. with my snacks throughout the day, my meal prep, my dinners, and then Saturday and Sunday it's whatever I want. Yeah. And usually I'm so busy, it's just, oh, cool, I'm not eating until fucking 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday, and yeah. might as well eat something super calorie-dense because I need to get by. I love Chipotle burritos, and then move on, <laughs> and then move on, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to be like full of food when it's late, and I want to go to bed. Okay, whatever. Yeah. What if you did that? Because that's an option to do instead of like, I need to live a healthy, clean life. It's like, yeah, you can the majority of the time, but you don't have to do that all the time. Yeah. So I think if you allowed yourself a soda allowance of only once a week. Yeah. So if I tell myself that I'm going to do it the way I'm currently doing it, it will be the way that you're describing it. Oh, (laughs) if I tell myself to do it the way you're describing it, I will fall back into my old habits. Really? Yeah. If I tell myself soda once a week, I have soda once a week. But then that second day that I really want soda, I'm like, ah, I'm just letting it slip by one day of what I said. It's two days a week. Mm. And like, okay. you know, like so that even plan, just that. So, so like that if I say you. no soda. All right. Well, you know what? I'm at my friend's birthday party. I'm not going to be the guy like, hey, can you give me a cup of water from the sink? I'll just have one of these sodas that's right here or whatever. Oh, I always grab a cup and I just go to the sink. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is why I can't do it. It's not hard. <laughs> grab a cup. It's hard for go some to people. Sink and you turn it on. Yeah, I don't know. And turn it on and you just drink some water. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Or yeah. Plan B. Yeah. Or option option B besides yeah, yeah, yeah. option two besides the first one. You say fuck it. You eat whatever the fuck you want. You drink whatever the fuck you want. But you go through a hardcore bulk phase where you <laughs> at the gym must put in the work. Yeah. So either you don't have to work out that hard and you can just take control of, of your of your eating habits mm-hmm. and you, you you level out. Yeah. Or you say, fuck discipline with my eating habits, but I have to fucking put in work at the gym and bust my goddamn ass doing squats and deadlifts. Yeah. I just don't think I'd, I don't have the willpower to do that. So we're back to option one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Option one is the way to go. Option one is how I did it last time. Or I'm from 230 to 169. I thought you were going on the bike or the treadmill too. Yeah, but it was so easy though. It was, I went on a one mile walk and I started at four miles an hour, which is like strolling speed. That's pretty fast. Really? I jog at five. Yeah. So every time I did it, every week I went, I went for a while, a few months. Every week I went, week number two, I'd go at 4.1. Week number three, I go at 4.2 and I got up to like six and a half. Like I was hauling ass and it was a one mile run. And that would be my, like, get my heart pumping. And then I would do the bike and the the bike. When I would do it, I would do like, it was that interactive bike. I think I told yeah, you about you told where you, you could run me. over the other riders. Yeah, the video game <laughs> yeah. bike. That bike <laughs> made me lose how it was like 60 pounds or whatever. So it was so fun to just be like, oh, that guy's like a quarter mile ahead of me. I bet I could catch up to him and run him over. And I would just get, that would be my motivation to move forward. So you have a similar problem to, uh, my, my friend who does my, uh, 
takedowns to breakdowns uh podcast yeah where you guys don't mind getting into shape but you don't love it enough to stick with it with a lifestyle yeah and I, i've talked about this before it, it's it's hard it, I understand it. I understand. Like, I like the gym because I'm a sicko. Yeah. I remember I was working out with Tomek, and I said this to you in one of the episodes where him and I just started talking about how we're kind of fucked in the head to be here, right? Yeah. Like, it's stupid and boring. Well, and it's, it not, it's, it's not boring. It's just we are, we're enjoying new ways to make these things difficult mm-hmm. for us to strain and, and go through this stressful thing. Yeah. And we love that. Yeah. It was just, let's do push-ups. Okay. Let's do... Let's do like time restricted push ups where we have to descend for three seconds and hold and then come up. Yeah, let's like do push ups where every time I get to the top, you slap me in the face. Let's do it for AMRAP. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do Let's AMRAP them instead of just doing sets it's like, yeah. right, or reps. Yeah, let's do AMRAP. Um, there's, I think the people who go to the gym, the majority of them are like me, where they're, they have that tweak thing in their head where they yeah. just want to go like, ah, fucking work. <laughs> I want to go do something in the gym and just, just struggle against this thing. Mm hmm. And then there's people who hate it, like you, which is understandable because by clear definition, it sucks. Yeah. So it's weird how it's weird how that works. Like I, if I don't go to the gym and have that strain, that stress, mm-hmm. that that uh, that that struggle mm-hmm. against something, I I go nuts. That's weird. I need to just explode against something mm-hmm. like that you know and, and it's weird that i don't that, that i'm wired that way and i don't know why and then you could not do that and be totally peaceful mm. <laughs> i cannot be peaceful unless i go do something like that i i'd say i'm the opposite <laughs> <laughs> uh i <laughs> freak out <laughs> if i go to do that i also attribute the time like when i was 230 and I went from 2.30 to 2.29, like that starting period, I something happened to me in my life that made me very depressed okay. and very angry for so a you, long time. Ah, So, so you, there was able, that just like... Yeah, so you had that fuel. Yeah, like that almost like hurt myself and yeah. release anger type thing. And complete loss of appetite so that also attributed a lot to my weight loss i yeah that would definitely do it i remember working out when dealing with shit Mm -hmm. in my life and i don't think i've ever worked out that hard yeah where it's just i remember you know and i I talked we i talked about this with johnny back when johnny was doing this podcast with Mm -hmm. me and i remember saying because johnny said it too because he loves this quote from will smith where he said on the treadmill I just say, I'm going to run at this pace, this speed, and finish these many miles or die trying. Mm. And he says, and I emphasize the die trying. It is, I will die or I will accomplish this. Yeah. And that motto, I think, has never, it's hard to always, again, people take pre-workout to try to get to that level. There's that model, that style of workout is only attainable for me when I'm mentally in this certain place yeah where i just go i just the mind goes farther than the body and the body can break and the mind will just keep going yep 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 i'm not saying this is a healthy form of working out no but i i completely get that yes that's where i was back then yes so Uh, so for me like i just did i just did leg day today right for me today was 
I don't have that same mindset because naturally that's not a common mindset to always have day in and day out at the gym. But there is a part of like shit frustrates me. So I'm just going to go to the gym and focus on something. And I can just all I have to do is focus on counting where my feet are placed, how I'm breathing, the way my back is. It's almost meditative. It's almost like I, I just have to do this one thing. Mm-hmm. Make your body do this with this bar mm-hmm. and then just go down and hold this your back straight and then come back up and do mm-hmm. this a whole bunch of times and you're like you're i could see definitely how that's like meditative yeah and it's like like for example i was doing a, a sumo deadlift so your legs go out wide mm-hmm. instead of a normal deadlift stance where your feet are in and i have to like literally measure and anchor my feet in to the bar and measure the bar to my hands yep so there's this like meditative setup of just okay and then i like reach down i touch the bar okay that's the right spot and i look in the mirror I have to like get my body in fucking position and then I have to drop and grip the bar and take out the slack and then it's go time. And there's, it's, it's that setup. You see it a lot of the Olympics when yeah. like, they set up before they do the routine yep, of something, yep, yep. you see them mentally like going through a checklist. Like, is my foot here? My foot's here. My hand's here. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like <laughs> the air flip you just did. <laughs> it was accurate, right? Okay. <laughs> it's just. Okay, it's my yeah. time to shine. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's what it is. That's what it is. There's this weird accomplishment of beating the demon out of your soul yeah. when you go to the gym. Yeah. I think I, I think there's there's that, and then there's people who love the feeling of overcoming anything. It mm-hmm. could be overcoming the weight on the plate. It could be overcoming the 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 mile marker on a treadmill. It yeah. could be overcoming that feeling of you can't do it or you're too tired and you won't do this and overcoming that feeling. Yeah. That feeling is what really pushed me a lot when I started fitness because that, that feeling kept saying like, you're tired, you're tired, you're tired. It's like, yeah, I know I'm tired. Fuck it. I know I'm tired. Fuck it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I know. Fuck it. I'm tired. Keep going. Whatever. Yes. I know I'm tired. Go, 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 go. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You actually, you mentioned something that I hate. What's that? The mile marker or the timer. Like I say, I'm going to run for one mile and the treadmill would have that dumb LED screen. Beep. Like beep, beep. It would be flashing in this one space for the, 20 seconds. Then it would move moves. forward one yeah. click. Yeah. I can't look at that. I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, it's going so slow. I'm going to go get Subway. <laughs> or like the timer. I'm going to run for 10 minutes. I'm going to, I'm going to jog for 30 minutes. I'm going to ride the bike for 30 minutes. I like listen to a song. I'm like, I'm doing, it, I'm doing, it. I'm watching this dumb thing on TV that I can't hear, but I'm reading the closed captions. Oh, this song's really good. I wonder how long I've been doing it. Eight seconds. Oh my <laughs> God. You know what I hate? Uh, I hate, I hate the counting. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. a, I'm doing a thing right now where I have to count. I'm doing a row machine. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I've, I told you this maybe off air, but I row for time. Mm-hmm. So that means you just go as fast as you can to meet your mark. Oh, okay. So the, you do it ten times. You pull it ten times or whatever. No, no. You you hit your mark ten times. Oh, the okay. marks are one hundred meters, two hundred meters, mm. three hundred meters, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, 10. yeah, yeah. You do each one for time. So hundred meters as fast as possible. Two hundred as fast as possible. Oh, okay. Three hundred as fast as possible. 400 as fast as possible. And in between each one, you do 10 thrusters or 10 like box jumps. So you do 100 meters. So you get off the rowing machine. Get off the rowing machine. Get my weights. Do my thrusters. My, my squat Jesus. overhead presses. Get back to the rowing machine. Strap. I can go as fast as I can for 200 meters. Strap off. Go over. Grab my weights. Go again. I almost, I feel like I'm going to die and throw up between seven and 800 meters each time. And I like my body gives out. But the point is... 
counting those fucking meters after 300 meters is torture. torture. Yeah. And I'm just like, I have to do 400 meters for time. And at that point, the machine hasn't reset itself because you're going so quickly. Yeah. So at that point, it's at like 700 meters. And uh, I have to go like, all right, go until it says 11, like uh, 1,100 meters. Go. And it takes forever. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, wait. So oh you do God. you do oh. 100 and then you get off and then you do 200 more and then you get off and then yep. you do 300 more. And then you get off. And then 400 oh, more. Oh, you're, you you're not just going 100 each time. No. You're doing 100 so and do then 100. you're doing one. And zero then I'm to doing 200 200 so 300 on the meter got okay okay doing... okay okay got it got it got it that's awful <laughs> <laughs> so it gets worse each time you get back up like you get on there for the 10th time and you're there until you're two years older <laughs> like that's what it feels like nothing like, makes God, me... i could be doing anything else in the world but i thought sitting here i thought the air bike the air bike is still the thing that kind of makes me want to die the most mm -hmm. but that workout specifically is just yeah nothing's so the air bike makes me want to die <laughs> like makes me want to get off and just give up on life the that that workout i just told you makes me physically ill Ugh. like i get nauseous because it like hurts because it's pushing your body i so don't far? know yeah <laughs> it's the only time i've ever maybe felt it's because you're like crunching your abs up and down my body like i i just i i it, it, there's no way to breathe enough air <laughs> I'm yeah like, uh, <laughs> i'm trying as hard as i can it's a fun it, it sounds it, I, I don't know if it sounds easy to you but most fitness people just go oh that sounds like a good that sounds like a fun one i'm just like no it it's it 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 it, it, it like pulls your soul <laughs> from your body i don't know how to explain it you visit the depths of hades because you do because i don't think people understand getting off the row machine to do 10 thrusters, which if you don't know what a thruster is, you put weights in both of your hands, mm -hmm. you drop down into a squat, and then you stand up, and as you're standing, you press the weights over your head. And do you like jump? No. Okay. You just do that. So then you put it back yeah. to your... That's a thruster. So it's like a squat and a... Uh, overhead press. Yeah. Just bam. One. But all at two, once. So three, like the overhead four, press is harder because five, you're working against the momentum six, of your squat. Yeah. And you do that 10 times. Yeah. And then you get back on the run machine. Jesus. And you have to go as fast as you can to hit 200 meters, then 300 That's meters. That's interesting because like when you're doing the overhead presses, you're like pushing. Mm -hmm. And then when you do the rowing, yeah, you're exactly. pulling. It's a push-pull technique. Yeah. To interesting. Well, I'm not going to do that, but I'll <laughs> let you know how No Soda September continues to go. I'm honestly shocked i've made it 12 days really yeah not a not a drip of soda more water i've had man. some like i had some arizona like green tea, tea which isn't whatever it's great. not soda um uh, but like oh the big one i play D, D every sunday there is a full soda bar in the basement that i play in there's 12 packs of every type of soda you can imagine and we all go downstairs with these big kitchen cups filled with ice we just fill them with soda the whole night I had water the whole time. Felt good though. Yeah. They, he has a sink in the basement, so I just went over the sink a couple times that night. Yeah. Tomek wanted to do a, uh, he was like, let's do a fitness thing for, let's do a sober October. And I was like, I don't really drink or do anything else. Yeah, I was going to say, say like, I did a sober August accidentally. Yeah, I don't <laughs> really do much. It, I don't know if that will work for me. He goes, oh. And I said, if you want to have an excuse to not smoke and drink, I mean, we can, but I'm, <laughs> 
I am going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you will win too because I know you'll stick to it, but just. Yeah, you might win and I will win. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> and he said, okay, well, you want to do a fitness thing? And I was like, uh, again. Like, <laughs> like, I don't. Most people do these challenges to encourage healthy behavior. I feel like we're both fairly healthy considering yeah. the amount of times we go to the gym and, and do stuff. So. If you wish to do a, we if we decide to do a, a podcast sober October, which yeah. would equivalent, we both don't really drink. Yeah. So maybe we do something like no refined carbohydrates. That sounds hard. <laughs> so only potatoes and rice are allowed. Oh, rice I can do. That's my lunch every day. And, Chicken and rice. Right. So maybe something like, or maybe no sugar, maybe. Just teriyaki sauce count. If there's sugar in it. Probably is probably quite a bit. <laughs> By teriyaki sauce, do you mean Mr. Yoshida's? By teriyaki sauce, I mean Mr. teriyaki Yoshida's? syrup. <laughs> yeah, it's Yoshida's. Because um, that's or, my lunch. It's chicken and rice and Or Yoshida. because we both have Apple Watches, we could just do a fitness challenge together. Oh, hit every ring every day? We could do something like that. Yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure, it out. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Cool. We'll, we'll talk okay. after you press the space bar, and then we'll reveal it uh, next week. Space bar. Bye. Fuck. Fuck. What was it? You said, remind me to talk about t shirt businesses and me being Aragorn. What the fuck was that? What does this mean? At 8 30 in the morning, I'm not doing shit. 8 30 in the morning on Thursday, I heard a ding ding and I went, uh, and (laughs) went back to bed. And then half an hour later, said, haha, okay. I'm I'm literally brushing my teeth at that time. Like Aragorn? No. Fuck it. What? Why the fuck did I say that? Did you kick a metal helmet and break your toe and scream really loud? No, 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 no.